Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Two preseason officially underway after last night's, you can call it a game, 35 nothing. Patriots over the Eagles. Good morning, everybody. What a beautiful sight that is right now in New York City. Keyshawn J. Wills, who've been presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key. And um, so you get that Patriots-Eagles game last night, and as the preseason generally is, it's like you watch for a little bit, and then you realize this ain't a game, and you move on. But for both teams – well, not for both teams, because for the Eagles, you were looking for Jalen Hurts, and he was there in pregame and then was suddenly not there to start the game. And, of course, from the Eagles' perspective, that's a concern because you want to see more reps out of him. But before we get to that side of it, the Patriots looked really good, Keith. I mean, they look, and I know you could say the Eagles might not be a very good team this year. In fact, after watching that game, they're probably not going to be. Yeah, a good yeah, team. yeah. And, and, and of course, they have a very young coaching staff that we learned about last night. But overall, though, Cam Newton, Mac Jones both looked good. The running game looked dominant. But let's begin with Cam Newton. Eight of nine, 103 yards, had a touchdown. And uh, as you were saying, he's got to look like that Cam before COVID last year. He did. Well, it's, it's, it's the preseason, obviously. You start there, right? But just based on the efficiency, the methodical drives, just how things are in sync, I'm watching how deep he's getting back after the snap of the ball, setting his feet. Mm -hmm. They're setting a nice cavity for him to slide up in the pocket. All of those sort of things are extremely important when you're evaluating a quarterback. You go back to last year, you're looking at something – that's totally different. Under, and he people, was under duress a ton. And people's mind will take them there. I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday well, as we were watching the game about why he looks so different. Second time around in this offense. Last year, it's just, that wasn't even their offense, really. They started off trying to run their offense, mm-hmm. and then they completely threw that book in the trash and started off with something different to get the wins that they got. So he's doing exactly what I expected him to do, uh, continue to just get better, be that guy that, that uh, they hoped he would be when they signed all these free agents and surrounded with. I mean, but he looked good. You can't. Yeah, no, he looked, like if, if you watch the game, you know, don't look at the numbers because obviously he didn't play much, but when you watched him, as you always like to say, he looked right. Yeah, he looked right. Like, like he looked right. Mac Jones came in then, of course, and, and he got a, a, you know, a lot of the work, of course, as you expect a rookie to do. His first couple of series, he was doing a lot of handing the ball off, and the running game was so dominant that he didn't really need – they didn't have him throwing the football a lot. And I think the Patriots are going to run the ball a lot. They have that ability to do that. They did it a lot last year too. But he still was 13 and 19, 146 yards, and he looked good as well. But, you know, this is always going to be the back and forth. Is You know, is Mac Jones making this a competition or not? And this will be probably the first time for me was as I was watching both of them, and I said, no, it's Cam Newton's job. Like, I don't think I'm, – I'm going to stop the idea that this is a competition. I think it stopped last night, in my opinion. It, it, I know you said it's it, never been that, but it's been, it's been a topic of conversation. I don't think it's worth discussing anymore. How about I put it that way? You can it's not it, worth discussing. They're going to continue to discuss it until Bill puts out the final depth chart. That's just yeah. what people are going to do, especially in Boston. Mac Jones had a good game last night. They, but they, what they don't understand is he's young. He's going where the foot, where they tell him to go with the football. He hits his back football out, free access, throw it over there. And that's what he was doing. He wasn't throwing the ball in front of people. Mm-hmm. He was throwing the ball slightly behind guys. Mm-hmm. So all of those sort of things he's got to get better at, and it's going to happen over time, Alan. It's not 
going to happen instantly like mm-hmm. everybody wants. Will he become the second coming of a great quarterback in New England's history? He could very well be down the line. Or he could be a guy who never takes a snap as a starter and win a lot of games. I mean, it's just you got to let it develop and not rush it along. He did terrific last night. There's nothing wrong with being the number two guy, sitting and waiting your turn, and learning from a guy like Cam Newton who's won a lot of games in the National Football League. We probably won't see Cam now, right, until week one? Man, I don't know what Bill might do. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, there's only three preseason games. With Bill he, might play, play Cam in the fourth quarter him? next game. Who, who knows? Yeah, you've told that story. But you know what? And it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Bill Belichick, though, I, I want you to listen to him talking about where his team is at now two games into the preseason as they've done a lot of rebuilding here. They spent a lot of money in free agency. They got some guys back after last year. And listen to Bill Belichick, and you know – He's never going to change his tone. You're never going to hear a lot of inflection when he speaks. But listen to what he says and tell me what you think, how he feels about his team. The season's pretty early here. You know, we all have a long way to go. So not really worried about, you know, last year or some other year. We're just worried about moving ahead this year. And, you know, we have a, it's a new year. It's a new team. Um, some people here that weren't here last year. There's some people that were here last year that, that aren't here. So. Um, like like it is on every other team in the NFL. So we'll see how this comes together. But I think we're making progress. We, we still have a long way to go, though. This is, you know, talking about the second preseason game, we got a long way to go. <laughs> That's straight talk, right there. Straight talk, wireless. No contract, no compromise. Got, Effusive in his got, praise. We got a long way to go. What is he saying? We got a long way to go. I think y'all might just see us in L.A. Don't say anything. Just we got a long way to go. Yeah, it does sound like it's almost like he's having a conversation with himself. Yeah. Like, well, it's early, but I'm pretty excited. But it's early, though, and everybody's at this place. And it's only two preseason games, but I'm telling you, but we that's got what, something going but, here. But that's what coaches do. He 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 likes his team. You could tell. He likes his team. Yeah. And he's not going to tell anybody that because it's none of your damn business. And we do have a long way to go. And it is the second preseason game. But I've watched on film enough, and I've seen my team in practice, and I've been there. And I know what I have. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I have, and if we stay healthy, I'm going to win the AFC East again. Yeah, he, he, you could tell if you read between the lines, he does feel pretty good about his team. All right, Keith thinks Cam Newton will get in the zone for the Patriots this season. Get in the zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. More from New England about the Patriots and what they look like after two preseason games coming up later on this hour. But let's stay in this game because, as I mentioned, On the other side of the ball is the Philadelphia Eagles, and you want to see Jalen Hurts. You want to see more of him, what he can become uh, as the quarterback there, and all of a sudden under center. Now, there's Jalen Hurts. after that fumble by Joe Flacco. Oh, boy. (laughs) And then, of course, the snap. But but Jalen Hurts is there in pregame, dancing around everything, and then all of a sudden the team announces that uh, he's not available to them. uh, In that game, because of a stomach infection, maybe it was the uh, salmon cheesesteak. That he had, maybe he was listening to his show and he had a salmon cheesesteak. I don't know, but the bottom Cowboy. line is, is he did not play, and yeah, when I Eagles saw just when did I not saw, look good. Um, Joe Flacco, I was like, because I couldn't hear the sound of what you know. I didn't, yeah. So when I saw right. him take the field, I was like, well, what are they doing? Are you not gonna play Jalen Hurst today? And then that was my know. first reaction. I, I actually texted Pat Costello, our resident Eagles fan, and I said, did we know that Jalen Hurts was not starting? And he is a Eagles fan, and he said he's not. <laughs> like, yeah. And then we found the report of why 
uh, he's not I think starting. It was literally 45 seconds after that text, yes. Adam Schefter tweeted why Jalen Hurts wasn't playing. Yeah. And so you want to see Jalen Hurts, but if he's got some medical issues, you got to attend to those, obviously. And then Sound like from he had a there, bubbly stomach. From there, you got to see what the other guys, the Devontae Smith, the Jalen Riggers, they were out there with Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you need to see something out of them in the rest of the team. Flacco didn't look good. Flacco didn't look good. I mean, he's a thousand years old. But he, but he, he, everybody's making a big deal about how he really shredded uh, in the uh, in game one of the preseason. How he was just, you know, really throwing the ball over the field, and you know, there was some talk of, oh, is he competing for the job? And you, as you said, you know, no. no. And no. then in this game, it didn't look as good. So non-athletic. Oh God. <laughs> what do you think of the uh, ball went over his head? He went to chase it and still fumbled. <laughs> I was like, you got the ball, man. How you gonna fumble it? <laughs> what do you think of Devontae Smith? He's really light. Man, he's light. It's like the ball knocked him down one time. It was like, oh. He does get separation, though. I mean, he's yeah. got he's open for a minute. He's fast. You got to hit him at that. He's you got to know when to hit him. He's extremely though. fast, but it's like, I don't know why I felt like every time they threw in the ball, I'd brace myself. Because really? it just Fragile? He seems so tiny to me. Fragile. You know, he just seems tiny, but he's going to – I think he could be a good player for them. Uh, once Jalen Hurts and him kind of connect, I think he could be a really good special player for them, especially if they know how to get him the football. Yes, yeah, the He's a guy that you got to understand how to game plan for. Um, he can't just create for himself because of his size. Yeah, and there were a couple of times as I watched, at least in the first half when he was playing, it's like you just missed him. Like, like the, the ball came too late. Like he was the open here, and you threw it a little bit too late. All right, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Be part of the conversation at KeyJNZ on Twitter as well. Why do we have these combined practices? Nothing good comes from them. Nothing. We had fights yesterday. We had a team get sent home, get on the bus. And then, of course, we had an injury. Why are the Jets cursed? I'll try to figure that out next. Yes, KJZ, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN2. I mean, seriously. A football Friday on the way with me, Greeny, and Daryl Moose Johnston breaking down what we saw in the quarterback battle in New England Thursday night and a whole lot more. Don't miss it. It's Greeny starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Poison. Poison. <laughs> you know it's Friday, because that's where we're going with the music. KJZ, ESPN Radio, Alan Hahn with Key. Poison. See, Alan Yates is going to have me Poison. now finding some Bell Biv DeVoe on the ride home today. But can I ask you about joint practices and explain the purpose of them? It's just become a thing now in the, in the league. Now, I, I know it's not new to the league, but now way, more and more and more teams are doing them now. And yesterday was interesting. There was a lot of different issues. So, number one, you had uh, all kinds of uh, not brawls, but just altercations happening between the, the Bucks and the Titans. That was a big issue during their joint practice. John Gruden sent his team to the bus after they had countless brawls with the Rams uh, at their joint practice. So he was like, get ready, get on the bus. Like, we're, we're done. We're out of here. And then, of course, the Jets and the Packers have been together this week, and they lost two defensive players, including their biggest free agency signing of the offseason, Carl Lawson, who, who tore his Achilles and will be out for the season, which I'll get to that later about why it's just being a Jets fan – is a very painful experience. But just about the joint practices, what's the benefit of them? I don't know that there is a a real benefit. Um, It's just coaches, I think, believe looking at a team that you're getting ready to play that same week, but also for the players to kind of beat up on somebody else other than their teammates. When you've been around your teammates, I guess, for two weeks, yeah. It's the same routine, same everything. So now you get an opportunity to see an opponent. It's something totally different. Get different looks. Me personally, I've only done it uh, twice, I think, in my career. Both times were in Tampa. It was just like Who'd whatever. You, what teams were, were you with? It was, I was with Tampa, but it was well, I'm Mi- saying, like- uh, Miami and Jacksonville. Okay, so nearby. Near, but it was kind of it – was, it was nothing, really, to be honest with you. It was just like – I don't even really think – I mean, the offensive linemen man, and defensive linemen got some work. We did some one-on-one stuff, but there was no tackling. Um, really? No, no tackling. Okay. None at all. I mean, front-line guys. So no altercations? Like, you don't have, like, a good fight story from something like that? No, I really don't. I don't – I don't. no, and it's hot as hell down there. Yeah. And that's part of it, too. You, you're cooped up in either dorm rooms or some hotel. Uh-huh. And it's hot as hell, and you and I have been on the team, and we've been going up against each other for two straight weeks. Now I see new blood, and I may not like that dude for whatever reason. Right. And he pops off, and then all of a sudden, there's a big scrap going on. Um, you know, it just – I never felt like joint practices did anything. We didn't do it in New York. We didn't do it in Carolina. We didn't do it in Dallas. We did it in Tampa. The, 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 again, the, the most frustrating part of it, of course, the, the altercations are one thing. That's the story. But 
Carl Lawson was going to be. Now, look, the Jets were not expected to be a team to talk about this season. They were, they're, they're a team that's trying to build towards something. They have Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick at quarterback. They're going to play him. He's going to probably go baptism by fire. They don't really have a backup plan for him, so he's the guy. Um, they've tried to get weapons around him. New head coach in Robert Sala. They changed up everything over there after a brutal season last year. But their defense actually looked like they could at least be competitive, a good defensive team. And you just think about C.J. Mosley, when they signed him two years ago, the first half of the first week of the season, he looked like a superstar. Then he, he gets hurt in the second half, doesn't play, and then they, they were terrible the rest of the way. He opts out last year. They get him back. They sign Carl Lawson, who – you know, they haven't had a, a, a pass rusher since, what, like John Abraham? Like, they have never been able to find a guy that can do what he does. They finally get a guy like this, and then what happens to him ruptures his Achilles. Now, the key, for me as a fan, it's frustrating because, okay, I know they weren't going to be a great team this year, but at least they would have been a watchable defensive team. You lose him, and now it takes away, obviously, from one area of the team that they could have been good. I know it you're going to tell me this could have happened. It, it just it, happens. It, yeah. it so, happens. So it has nothing to do with the fact that it was go, they were going it up against another team. It has nothing to do team. with a joint practice or anything like that. Um, it's just it was time for it to pop. And that's how you have to look I at it. I hate the way you said that. It was time for it to pop. I mean, that's just what it is. He just happens to have on a green jersey and be a Jet, and it popped. Which seems to just, once you put that jersey on, bad things eh, happen. Well, I mean, if you believe in all that sort of stuff, yeah. I mean, that's... You don't? I don't believe in that, no. I don't. You don't, don't remember Vinny? I don't believe in you that. You don't remember Vinny Testaverde? Yeah, but I don't believe in, because you're a New York Jet, things are going to go bad for you. That doesn't, no. It's I not. don't know. I that, mean, that's some fan stuff. I mean, he's got to get healthy, get back. they got to continue to keep building. Uh, you certainly don't want to see anybody hurt, but it has nothing to do with the joint practice at I, all I, whatsoever. It might not, but is this a reason why – the Rams won't play their starters in the preseason. Like, is this the yeah. example of, yeah, this is an example. I don't want to just take take a chance that a guy, like any of my guys that are important to me, gets hurt at a time where and it doesn't don't, matter. It don't, and you don't necessarily need it. Uh, Troy Vincent was on with us yesterday. Yep. It talked about uh, having players sit out the preseason and, and what the preseason is really for. I mean, it's really for guys that are on the bubble. Right or guys that they really got to get a look at to tell whether or not they're going to be part of the team. This is not about a, a star player who we just signed a whole, you know, a free agent deal to play in the preseason. It's just not about a guy who we drafted. It's about filling out your roster. It's about filling out the roster. It's, yeah. not, about, it's not about the guy that was there two years ago who led the team in something. Right. It's about trying to find some guys that we think could help us win. Give me a reason then to not to, like because I, I start getting to that point of with teams like this, like, like again, if I'm an Eagles fan, I watched last night's preseason game. Like what? What am I excited about? What am I excited about? We're still the preseason, though, man. We're still the preseason. What does that mean? They look terrible. Their coaches. Can we? Let me man, just go we back went to that on, for a second. I think I think we went zero four one year in the preseason. I'm not talking about your record. No, like, but I'm just like saying. You're not trying to win but, in the preseason. I get that. But that's the whole point. So you're going to look bad. There's certain things that you do in the preseason that will tell you whether or not you're going to be a good team. The way that they game plan, who's actually in the rotation, all of those sorts. You can't just look at it and go, oh, my God, they look bad. 
because they it it doesn't work when half half your team standing on the sideline, the other half is playing, then they come off the field. When there's guys out there that we all know, he ain't gonna be around. He's never gonna play. He ain't gonna be. No, he will not be around. (laughs) Let alone play. Okay, let me ask you this though about the Eagles. Obviously, Nick Sirianni takes over as coach. He's 39 years old. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Their coaching staff. I mean, 37, 35. The special teams coordinator is 29 years old. They have the youngest. Their average age is 35. The NFL average for a coach is 47 years old. So this is an extremely young team, a young coaching staff, I should say. Can that work? Yeah. Like, I know that's the trend now. Everybody wants to find the next Sean McVay, but that's a really young coaching staff for NFL players. Would you you be able to, like, be around guys like that and and take orders and – an instruction from guys with who are that young, you can. You, I'm sure. <clears throat> I'm sure there's there is, like the offensive line coach for the Eagles. He's an older gentleman who who's been with the Eagles ten years now, I believe. So you have a little gray hair running around on the staff. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you have some youth as long as they know what they're doing. Uh-huh, That's yes. the key. Do you know what you're doing? Like, for instance, Todd Haley was my receiver coach. Mm-hmm. Todd Haley never put on a pair of shoulder pads a day in his life at any type of high level. But he knew what the hell he was doing and talking about. That's all that mattered. Can he coach me? Mm-hmm. And, and he coached me to several Pro Bowls. He put me in positions. He became a, 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 he became a, a pretty damn good head coach, offensive coordinator. So you can do it. It's, it's a, the age doesn't matter. It, so a player's not it. looking at him like, going, oh, who's this guy? No, no, if he knows what he's doing. If he doesn't know what he's so doing. So the first impression then is critical. Yeah, if you yeah. know what you're doing, it's like, okay, cool. But if you don't know what you're doing, it's yeah. like, what the hell y'all got me doing? <laughs> exactly. Like, you got me here with this dude. This dude don't know anything. Now, again, the, the, to judge the Eagles from last night, obviously it's difficult because there was no Jalen Hurts. He was, uh, he was there in the pregame but then ended up, with a stomach infection, did not play. He's going to be a huge part, obviously, of what the Eagles do this coming season. Can he make that leap in his second year? And that's why that's what we're going to get into next. He's going to tell you why this second-year quarterback, is it Jalen Hurts or not, will make the biggest leap in this season. That is coming up after I tell you about Rumble On. Do you have a motorcycle, ATV, or even a truck that's sitting in your garage that you've been waiting to sell? With RumbleOn.com, you can easily turn your unused vehicle into cash in minutes. RumbleOn.com will give you a cash offer for your vehicle and pick it up for free anytime, anywhere. Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha. And even if you're just looking to trade in, RumbleOn will pay cash no matter what the make or model. Visit RumbleOn.com today and enter promo code RADIO to get a $300 increase on your cash offer. Fast bikes, faster cash. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is the is. time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real. This is real. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is Freddie Coleman, and you know I'm ready. This is Greedy. Northwestern is ready. Ian Fitzsimmons here. I'm ready. And so are Oklahoma and Texas. Sort of. The SEC. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, 
happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So Jalen Hurts should be the quarterback the QB one in Philadelphia, but did not play last night. Again, the stomach infection kept him out of the game, but he's going into his second year key. And we've got a, a couple of second year quarterbacks who we are, are, are watching to see, you know, again, what, what we saw in the first year. Can they take that step? Um, who is one that you say, like, like, I mean, Justin Herbert was fantastic. I feel like if he takes a big step, he'll become one of the best quarterbacks in the game. So I don't know if he's the guy that can take the biggest step. Do you have one that you're watching saying, I think this guy's going to take a huge step? Well, when you look at a guy like Justin Herbert, typically quarterbacks that start like that finish like that. Mm. They don't all of a sudden just fall off a right. cliff in year two or three or four. They continue to be great. What about if the league, like the league catches up to you or the league scouts does you it, so now they know what you're about? It doesn't matter because the league is scouting me and my coaches are scouting the league, so I'm going to continue to get better. Uh-huh. Think about it. Quarterbacks – that show stuff like that, they tend to continue to show stuff like that. Okay. Whether it's Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, like Matt Ryan showed that early and continued to show it throughout his career. So when you look at young quarterbacks that is could take a step forward, depending on if he's healthy or not, is Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. If he's healthy, based on the way that he played last year prior to the injury and getting Jamar Chase and understanding what they want to do offensively, which tells me they want to push the ball down the field. When you got T. Higgins and Boyd and now Chase, you want to move the ball with Joe Mixon in the backfield. You got an offense. If the offensive line can be solidified Mm -hmm. and he can stay healthy, he could take a giant step forward and really be something special at the quarterback spot. Speaking of offensive line, yesterday we talked to one of the greats in, in Cincinnati Bengals history. That's Anthony Munoz, a Hall of Famer. And he talked about Joe Burrow, and we asked him if he had any concerns for him coming off the injury. I'm sure there's there's always a little concern when somebody's coming back from an ACL. But when you have uh, you have guys like, you know, Joe Burrow, whose work ethic is just amazing, uh, you know, I think the – it's always a concern when you get your, especially your quarterback back in there. And, uh, you know, so I've not heard a whole lot of that. I've been to camp. So when you think about the second year quarterbacks, 
and you mentioned Joe Burrow coming off injury. That's a team that, as you just talked about, they have some offensive weapons. The offensive line, they've been continuing to try to rebuild it. They didn't go first round with an offensive lineman, but they did go in the second and the fourth. They did try to beef it up there, and, and they like what they've got. They think yeah. they can protect him. Just because so, we think they need to go get one in the first. No, they like what they, they got. They like what they got. Yeah, no, and they, they do. And if they can coach up what they have, then they answered the question, like, what's your offensive line? Well, so, here it is. Yeah, so so you have him. We mentioned Herbert already. Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungavailoa, out of the two of them. Like, Tua's in a really good spot, too, if you think about the type of team he's got around I, him. I, I don't you – know, why, why are you making that I face just, about Tua? I just don't even like how it's set up, though. Why? He's got, like, three people talking to him, two coordinators, co-coordinators. I, I just – I don't like the way that they set the whole system up for him to have success. Too too confusing, too it, many voices? I think it might be for him. I think it might be just because... But he's a guy last year who didn't know the playbook. Admitted that. So now he he's had, got people... he had one voice. Now he's got everybody telling <laughs> now him Now he's playbook. got Charlie Fry. Then he's got the two coordinators. Right. It's just... It's a lot. But what about weapons-wise and talent-wise with a lot Miami? Of, that's a good, it's a, it's a good he's got team. A lot of, he's got the receiver. They got like... 100 receivers down there. They do. So Will Fuller is probably going to be they're going to wait a couple of weeks for him, right? Well, you got Will Fuller, you got Ronaldo, you got Devontae Parker. Yeah, well, that's but, another but one. But you Injury. have you have a, a a a laundry list of receivers and skill position players that can help him out. Um I don't necessarily know that he's going to take a giant leap. I think he will be better because it's his second year, the league should slow down some for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know when you when you talk about being taking a giant leap, this a guy who took a giant leap is somebody like Josh Allen. That was a leap, you know, from mm-hmm. from his third year to his fourth year it was just like, whew. yeah. And and I don't know that that could happen. Remember last year he was he was in and out of the starting lineup with with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So for him a leap would Think be about just it. to start every game in and, and stay of, healthy in, in out of the starting lineup. But at two games, if I can remember, maybe even three. They said, come stand over here with us because we got a chance to win the game and you're not going to help us. Mm-hmm. And they put Ryan Fitzy in right. to engineer drives to win games. What if, and then on Hurts, quickly, like, is he a guy that, like, he didn't it's play team, a ton? It's, no, good. But what I mean is, like, the jump, like, he's going to have to really He'll be, be fine. special for them to be competitive. Yeah, but, but I think he, you, you, you don't need Philadelphia to be competitive right now. You just want to – because they're young. So he and Smith can kind of grow together. You That's grow together you with Rigger and Smith and those guys, and they kind of just continue to just develop. Next year, 2022, it gets better. 2023 is better. That's right. basically, This is like a three-year plan in Philly as far as I'm concerned. Well, everybody there is young, so they certainly have the time to get to that point. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Keyshawn J. Wills, who've been presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Joining us right now, Jermaine Wiggins from NFL Tight End on the Goodyear Hotline. Brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Jermaine Wiggins was a teammate of Keyshawn Johnson's in, in New York. Had some time there and, of course, is um, a big part of the coverage in New England right now with the Patriots. So, uh, Jermaine, good morning. Keyshawn J. Wills, Last night, 35 nothing. Patriots look like they're really – offensively had it going um both quarterbacks looked good so what was your biggest takeaway from the game well first off let me say that uh 
like Keyshawn, who probably is the smartest one on ESPN because I've been hearing him talk about Cam Newton, the biggest takeaway is obviously Cam Newton. And Key has always said this, that it's his job to lose and the position that he's in is going to be the week one starter. But my biggest takeaway from last night is just his performance. You know, the way he threw the football, the accuracy he threw that football with. Um, and I know it's preseason games and, and everything, and sometimes who you're going against depends on, you know, it matters. But I just look at how he threw the football, how accurate he was. You know, he's been getting a lot of criticism, which he deserves from face off his play for last year. But based on how he's been playing this year in training camp and in the preseason, man, I, I do have to say that, you know, he looks like he's going to be a week one starter. And, you know, just like Keyshawn says, it's his job to lose. Man, if you don't sound like you from Boston, I don't know who do. <laughs> week one starter. Well, you know, <laughs> you know how it goes. You're a Lakers fan. I'm a Celtics fan, but I can't say much about them. Uh, them Celtics because uh-huh. the Lake Joe looks pretty good. <laughs> no, I, I understand. So, Jermaine, when you watched the game last night, did it seem to you like Josh McDaniel game plan specifically for Cam to have this type of success based on the way he would drop back, scan the field, deliver the football in sync, and they would methodically just move down the field? Yeah, I mean, if you – you really think about it, Key, like the way Josh is going to run his offense, he, he's got to have to base it around what he knows, you know, Cam does well. That's a little bit off of play action. Don't give him a ton of reads. Make his reads pretty simple and be able to get the ball downfield with a lot of those in cuts. You know, I think that's something that you see uh, uh, Cam does a good job with. And obviously job that Josh does a great job of being able to put a game plan in place for Cam Newton to have success. And some of the games that he was successful last year, that's what we saw him do. Some of those RPOs, a lot of play action, you know, things like that, where you're not asking him to go back and scan the field too much. But you saw last night a couple times when he gets protection, he's able to move a little bit in the pocket, scan the football field, and make those throws that he needs to make downfield. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've noticed from, you know, Cam Newton last year with all the stuff that was going on versus Cam Newton this year with a training camp, being in the playbook again, and understanding what he needs to do as a quarterback. So I got to give Josh a lot of credit for what he's been able to do here early on um, with, with Cam Newton in that playbook. Jermaine Wiggins, former NFL tight end and host on WEEI up in Boston. Uh, what did you think about Mac Jones' performance there last night? Well, I, I think Mac's done a good job as a rookie. You know, I, I mean, I remember my rookie year when I came into the league, and you know, it was a little bit different. And, and you know, Key, you was there, and obviously, I, I tell people all the time, you know, Keyshawn learning from Key as a player underneath his wing. We're not talking about just picking up the chicken or picking up some of the bagels, which I had to do in the morning, make sure everybody was fed. That's how you earn your stripes. But the thing I saw with Mac Jones as a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback, is when he gets his opportunity, clearly taking advantage of that, not trying to do too much, you know, not making a ton of mistakes. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, him talking about how Cam Newton has helped him out. Every rookie needs those guys. And, you know, for me, playing on the, you know, guy like Keyshawn, being around guys like Curtis Martin, you know, Vinny Testaverde, uh, Eric Green. I know you remember some of those players, Key. But to learn from you guys and learn the system and how to be a professional, I think that's the one thing you're seeing with Mac Jones. 
understanding the game, learning how to be a professional, going out there, taking what the defense is giving him, and playing well when he gets his opportunity. Obviously, I know it's the preseason and regular season when the real bullets start flying. It's completely different. But it puts himself in a position where, okay, just based on the preseason, he looks like, you know, that he has the potential to be a good quarterback when he gets his opportunity one day to play. All right, Wiggs, as, as Key mentioned, you do host on WEEI, and so you get a lot of the passionate Patriots fans on the air with you. As Key has mentioned, you know, as Cam has played, he's played very well. But I, I know that in the in the preseason opener, Mac Jones didn't even get on the field and the ovation began uh, at Gillette Stadium. So when you talk to fans, who do they want to start? Well, I think a lot of fans obviously want to see Mac Jones because he's a first-round draft pick. And, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. And then based on the way Cam played last year, I think a lot of fans kind of, you know, hold that against them. But when you look at this season and I think this team that Bill has built, Bill knows like, hey, listen, Mac's still a young pup. He got a long way to go. Cam probably gives us the best chance to go out there, make the playoffs. Bill's not going to listen to the fans. You know, that's not mm-hmm. what he does. He will tell you he's been around Belichick. He knows him. He can care less what the fans say. But most fans up here, they probably want to see Mac Jones play. But you got to understand how we are up here in New England. We love you when you're hot. When you're not hot, we're ready to run you out of town. So <laughs> right now we're loving Mac Jones, and a lot of fans are loving him. But let him go out there and not play well. We'll be looking to run him out of town. We'll be saying, why the hell didn't we draft Justin Fields when we had the opportunity? <laughs> so that's kind of how we are up, up here as fans in, in uh, New England. We, you know, we'll ride with you, but as soon as you mess up, we're looking to have your head. <laughs> that sounds very familiar to New York. There's no doubt about that. Um, so with that in mind, then, why won't Belichick just name Cam the starter? Why won't he name the starter right now? Well, Be- Bill has said it before that Cam's our starter. See, the yeah. problem is, the media is trying to, you know, they're trying to manifest this thing that, and get this clickbait on really the quarterback competition. But Bill has been saying since day one that Cam is our starter. And, you know, the, that's the problem. But the media, you know, nationally up here, it's like they want to create this quarterback controversy, which, you know, because Mac has played well in his first couple of games and he's looked good in practice. But Bill has been saying it since day one, Cam is our starter. Now, Bill is not the type of dude to come out and say, all right, Cam is going to be starting week one. But when the man says over and over and over that uh, uh, Cam Newton's our starter, take the guy for what he's worth because that's how we operate. So I think Bill knows that week one, Cam is going to be our starter. And if Cam goes out there and he performs just to, you know, let's say middle of the pack uh, uh, status with the team that he has, he knows that he's not going to put a young kid in there and chance it where this kid isn't ready to take a team to the playoffs or even, you know, go out there and, and completely get beat up and now ruin his future because you know, it, it was just difficult for him as a rookie. Wiggins, when you when you go uh, get that 20-piece, make sure you get some jalapenos with it too. <laughs> you know I got you, man. You know I got to <laughs> take care of my big bro, man. I tell, I tell people all the time, man, I – I got so much respect for Keyshawn. Keyshawn is the only guy I know. Let me tell you this. He's the only guy I know that 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 play for Parcells that would yell back at Parcells and Parcells would be like, okay, I can't yell at Keyshawn because my man is coming right back at me. I've seen a ton of players, you know, Cloward not yell at the coach, but Parcells is the only guy I know 
that yelled at everybody. But when he yelled at Key, Key came right back at him. So I was like, man, this is what the NFL is all about. <laughs> Wiggs, great stuff, man. Good to catch up with you. Thanks so much. All right, Wiggy. Not a problem. Anytime. All right. You guys take care. All right, Jermaine Wiggins. Jermaine Wiggins on the Goodyear hotline. And, I mean, Key, what? The, like you mentioned, Cam is our starter. Like, like that, that, the accent is just perfect. Parcells. Yeah, him and I, uh, <laughs> when he was playing with me, he great. had that whole Boston thing going. You know, he's a Celtic guy. Whatever. Right, you guys were in New York, though, right? Like yeah, we played, we played Jets together uh, Nine, early, uh, two, early, early, in both, early in both of our careers. Right. So, you know, he's a good dude, though. Yeah, real, you, could, real, yeah you could tell. Real good, good, hard-working dude. Absolutely loves you, too, so you had a great impact on him, no doubt about that. But, but as he's talking about, the Patriots and Cam and, and the fact that, as you've said many times, Bill Belcher doesn't care what they're saying on WEEI about who should start. <laughs> he doesn't care about the ovation that Mac Jones is getting. He knows who his guy is. And the way Cam played last night you know, gave you that look. You said how, he, he's got to look like the guy that we saw before he got COVID. And he looked good. He did. He moved well. How much of it was that the Eagles defense wasn't good? I don't know, but he looked good. And, and I want to read a tweet. We already got a tweet today on the day at really? TJNZ. <laughs> and uh, Daniel A. said this. Something tells me there's not going to be a flood of listeners chiming in today on social media about Key being supposedly wrong or, quote, terrible on radio, end quote, or any other criticism directed at Key given Cam Newton's performance last night. Hashtag told you so. Hashtag no, haters fall not, back. But it's not about told you so or haters fall back. I, people have their opinions on what things are. But I, I've been in it. I understand it. And I know what I'm looking at. I know what I saw last year. And I know what I'm going to see this year. And I know why they did what they did in the offseason. It's not about Mac Jones. Mac Jones is going to play. Not this year, yeah, though. Make it, I want you to make it clear that you aren't saying Mac Jones sucks, he shouldn't play. You're saying he's going to be good, but not right now. Not right like, now. This isn't his time right now. No, it's, it's not. They don't need to play him right now. They don't need to play him right now. They didn't build the team for Mac Jones. They built the team this year in free agency and through the draft for Cam Newton. Are you high on Mac Jones, though? What you've I, seen so far, do you like it? I like Does it. Does he look on, right, as you would say? Well, he looks fine. He looks fine. Yeah, he looks fine. He's got a – okay. He throws a few balls behind people. All right. Two years from now, those balls will be in front. Okay. The ball that Cam Newton threw to Jacoby Myers is a handoff. It allowed Jacoby Myers to turn the side, turn up the sideline, get full throttle, and score a touchdown. Yeah. Mac Jones throws that same ball. He throws it behind you. And it slows him down. And it slows you down. Three years from now, Mac Jones puts it in front of you. What about the one he threw? That, that was the, the two-minute drill to Nikhil Harry. He hurt his uh, shoulder. No, Nikhil Harry needs to make the catch. That's yeah. on Nikhil Harry. That's not on Mac so that's Jones. A good, that's a good throw. Yeah, that's a perfect throw. Yeah. But Nikhil Harry's he a bum. He didn't look very so athletic on that. He's a bum. Say that one more time. He's a bum. Oof. No, for real, though. Like, come on, man. You asked to be traded. Yeah. But then you're giving him a reason to cut you now. Mm. Because if you make the – okay. Two things happen there. Mm -hmm. If you make the catch, you don't hurt your shoulder. The fact that you drop the ball is why you hurt your shoulder. Because dropping the ball turns you wrong way, so therefore you land on your shoulder. If you catch the ball and not have open hands but pinkies together, 
and you go with the ball, you land on your stomach. He didn't look very athletic, that's for sure. So pinkies together. That's the lesson this morning that we need to learn if you're trying to catch. I didn't mean to call him pass. a bum, but. No, you did. I know, but it, <laughs> watching stuff like that frustrates of me. Of course. Well, again, you should be able to assess a receiver, and your assessment is bum. So then what does Keith think of Jordan Love not playing this week? Is it a big issue for the Packers? We'll discuss. KJZ, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.